You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Food feature. 21 minutes past one, uh, we're speaking to uh, Chef Wandile Mabaso, and we're speaking to him about the food that he has been inspired to create for the Absa Champagne in Africa Festival, happening on the 25th of uh, November. It'll be hosted by Noni Gasa and, um, and uh, Bruce Whitfield, our Bruce Whitfield. But what a career that he's had, and he just continues to, to delight um, recently, I celebrated a birthday with a friend and we went to Le Creatives, which is his restaurant in Bryanston. And it was such a beautiful outing. It was actually on the 16th of June over that long weekend, the June 16 long weekend. And we were treated like absolute royalty. You know, when you talk about an experience, this was one of those really, really memorable experiences. Unforgettable, in fact. Um, just the way the, the, the staff were, in fact, him as a chef, as a host in the restaurant, really impressive. He's a culinary artist with over a decade of experience, a qualified culinary artist with uh, degrees in hotel management, in culinary arts. Um, he was part of the, he studied at the international uh, pastry, he has an international pastry arts degree, I should say, and also um, the culinary near excellence from College de France. Uh, he interned on a luxury boat in Venice, Italy, and then he continued his learning through an internship in New York um, at a French restaurant, a three-star restaurant um, at Le, Le Bernardine, and then a two-star Michelin um, uh, restaurant, Daniel Restaurant. And then after that, um, he was appointed executive sous-chef for French restaurant group Maison Kaiser um, under world-class Michelin star chef and mentor Olivier Regininen. Regina Nens, I should say. Um, and Wandil has just been having a spectacular time since coming back home. It's been wonderful to watch his journey unfold over the years. And he's got his own restaurant, his own offering, which is in Bryanston called Le Creatifs. After many years studying at um, the feet of um, these uh, Michelin star chefs, including Alain Ducasse. Um, so he joins us now as we anticipate the APSA Champagne in Africa Festival. Wandile, good afternoon. Afternoon, Azania. It's always great to, to be on your show, right? Chef, it's always good to catch up with you. And it's always good to see the way in which you are creating because what I was really delighted to discover the last time we spoke, which was at your restaurant, was just how immersed you are, not just in being creative in food alone, but completely immersed in all manner of creativity. You're a maker, um, you're a chef, you're an artist. You know, it's it's comprehensive creativity across different disciplines. Yeah, so like I said before, you know, um, since I was a kid, creativity has always been something that's intriguing, you know. Um, I mean, even in primary school, uh, every single desk that had drawings, there was me. <laughs> so I was literally just creating things, you know, trying to create uh, houses using uh, bricks. And so that also uh, came up to my team when I discovered food and then fell in love with cooking uh, by 16, I was cooking professionally. Mm. And then uh, from then, I just had to use my career to, to actually uh, bring up my creativity. So it's actually something that's a passion. And uh, it's a, so it's a very expensive hobby. So all we're trying <laughs> to do is make this hobby sustainable. 
Yes, the rest of it, the work part of it is making this thing sustainable. Um, So you have, this is an an exciting partnership as well, um, as we see this evolution, the growth of this uh, Champagne Festival, um, because we are seeing an increase, of course, in the number of Champagne houses that will be on offer. Um, So how did that inspire you to create what you've created? And we'll talk about the food in a moment. Yeah, so, I mean, initially I was approached by uh, the organizers for the APSA Champagne Festival. Um, obviously, during COVID, we can't really have what we used to have in the, in the past few years. So we've decided to go virtual, and we've decided to reach out more people than we normally do, so on a national level. Mm-hmm. And I think around Africa and, and also international in France and Champagne as well. Um, and we're trying to make it more of an educational uh, um, segment where they've brought in Michael Frisian, who we all know is the wine wizard of our country, yeah. uh, probably of the world as well. And, um, you know, they brought in Bruce and Nomi, which are obviously great people that I've always looked up to. And then the whole idea was literally to bring out the best of the old and the best of the new. So <laughs> I'm thinking that I'm the new. And then Michael Frigion is the old, and we just having a conversation <laughs> through um, gastronomy and uh, pairing with champagne. Yeah. And for me, it was quite exciting because, um, you know, I came back to the country uh, back in 2017. And coming back, I've been gone for over a decade, and it was shocking or whether shocking or surprising to see how much champagne is actually being consumed. Mm. Um, you know, as far as far as Soweto, as far as townships, as far as Mamilodi, all over the continent, and and I think it, it just works through any uh, uh, barrier, any class system, whether you're black or you're white. Everybody really enjoys champagne, so it's a universal thing, and uh, it's something that's quite booming now in Africa, which uh, makes it very relevant for us to take it to Africa and try and use champagne in a way that we um, understand it and acknowledge it. Mm, mm. And um, uh, I could imagine, though, uh, how this food would be complemented so well with champagne. So let's look at what you created. I mean, first up, um, I had an opportunity to sample this food and hopefully it'll inspire what we create in our kitchens. Let's start with the uh, scallop, the dish with the scallops. Um, and you use black quinoa, uh, which I've never tasted before. It appears smaller than um, the other quinoa, the brown and white quinoa, or red, I should say, red and white quinoa. But I just love seeing all the colors on that plate. Just take us through the dish with the scallops. Yeah, so the, the dish with the scallop uh, was obviously inspired by the champagne that we paired with. Because what we're trying to do here is, is just um, introduce a pairing of champagnes to Africans. Um, we do consume a lot of uh, champagne, but we're not really clued up in terms of us pairing the champagne with certain foods. <laughs> so my challenge is that so this was inspired by the rosé, I'll pee the champagne. And I had to taste the champagne first and actually then work backwards and see how I can uh, right. put uh, the whole equation together. And there's certain things I can leave out, obviously uh, speaking to my profession about uh, the flavor profile in there. So the whole idea was literally to balance everything. So mm-hmm. the food should not overpower the champagne. The champagne should not overpower the food. They should work in harmony. And the only way that happens is if you have a scientific approach to it. You know, So we've added uh, a cauliflower puree, which is cooked in turmeric, 
like you said, we got the black quinoa, uh, beautiful quinoa, which I actually discovered a few months ago myself yes. as well. It's so grounded, it's so earthy, it, but then you made it so luxurious with everything else, you know, with the turmeric, the cauliflower puree, um, and uh, with the with the scallop as well. You just made it so luxurious, yet the quinoa itself gives it this grounding. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I'm I'm very much into um, grains and mm. legumes, which will be your beans and and uh, the other legumes. But however, this is a supplement for starch because I think in the future we're moving away from too much fat, too much yeah. salt, and too much starch uh, because now we are having conscious eating and we learn more about diseases, so we we are more conscious about how we consume. But as well, champagne is something that's very light. You know, and it's something that you want to keep consuming like a refreshing drink. Mm. So you want to enjoy it with something also refreshing. So hence why I went for quinoa and, and for me that gives it the texture. Mm. You get some body in it, but it's really not heavy, you know. Yes. And then uh, the scallops themselves, I mean, we source them locally from the South Atlantic Ocean. And um, beautifully cooked in butter, finished with lemon. It's really flavors that speak to the rosé that we have, and everything balances out. You know, the, the scallops are slightly sweet, and then the rosé, funny enough, instead of being sweet itself, it's more on the acidic side. So obviously that balances itself out, and it works in harmony. Mm. Absolutely, incredibly delicious dishes. I can see the love affair that you are having with uh, the greens at uh, the moment because in another dish, uh, we get to experience, um, there's a bean salad, there's some sautéed corn, of course, to, um, to bring in some of the other vegetables. And then in the, with the duck, for instance, we see the bulgur wheat, there's mung beans. Um, I think that, did I see black eyed peas somewhere? But it's yes. just so, so grounded yet so luxurious. And we can, often we tend to think that legumes and beans are so dull but you've elevated them in the way that you've treated them they're refreshing not heavy um so it's a win altogether. thank you so much i've got to take headlines but it's been incredible to uh, catch up with you i can't wait to see how this works out on the day no i'm very excited and thank you for having me uh Thank you. That is Chef Wandile Mabaso. And it's all happening on the 25th of November. That is the APSA Champagne in Africa Festival, previously known as the APSA Champagne Festival, taking place virtually on the 25th of November. Um, and it's on from 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. It's a virtual experience and is free for all persons over the age of 18, if you'd love to attend. Uh, the festival, which has grown in leaps and bounds since its, ship in, since its inception 20 years ago, is bringing APSA's corporate and investment banking clients, um, the finance industry, people who are movers and shakers in that, and then, of course, the general public coming together to celebrate success stories from across the continent.